Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair and beauty source and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com Arganissima New York. Your beauty is our duty. Welcome back to the Morocco channel with your host, Hurricane H, new day, new show, great topic, great guest. Uh, you've seen her, you've heard her, you've watched her shows. She's our star actually on the channel. Uh, and uh, her shows are like, you know, replaying over and over and uh, with different topics, different guests on her own. Uh, but today she is our guest. She is our star and we highlight her today. So with me today, without any further ado, Dr. Hind Bohia, and uh, she, you've seen her in the Women Empowerment Series on the channel. And, and, and if you follow her on YouTube and on her own channel, the Facebook, the Instagram, the social media, she's very busy. She's also an author, and her book just came out. It's on bestseller on Amazon, so, so go check it out. And, you know, we'll not spoil in the, the title of it right now. She's going to talk about it in a minute. So without any further ado, again, you know, uh, Hind, uh, welcome, Dr. Hind, come on, you know, with us and tell us about your story. Thank you. I'm so excited to be with you. This is great. <laughs> well, listen, I, it's an honor and, and, and a pleasure. And uh, I love the work you do. Thank you. And uh, like I said, you do a lot for many and you, you highlight, you know, a lot of our great folks from all over the world, the great women. And today's your show. Today is about you. So <laughs> today I'm the star. Of You're your the show. star. <laughs> well, well, it's still your show. It's not mine. I, I this is okay. It is it is your your show, and and um, it's it's amazing. You, you mentioned key, keyword star, and uh, you do that for people. You highlight people yeah. all the time and their work and their contributions around the world, and more specifically, women. But before we get into that that whole you know aspect of your work, uh, let's talk about. Who is Dr. Hind and her background, her journey into today? Sure. Amazing. Well, I am um, a mother of four. That's the first thing that came to my mind to really identify who I am. I started as an engineer and then I went to Harvard where I got my PhD in environmental engineering and economic development. So I was really interested in sustainability and sustainable development. And it was in the 90s where it's really the beginning of this wave about sustainability. So just it felt natural after my PhD to go to the World Bank where I worked on development, on um, a mission of a world free of poverty. So it was such a blessing and such a privilege to be part of where strategies are being made to help countries um, set up new policies, set up new action plans to alleviate poverty, to improve their development, their growth, and also to have a sustainable impact in whatever they do. And so I worked in different countries. So I traveled the world in my uh, late 20s and early 30s. So that was a fun part of being in Washington for eight years and covering Latin America, Southeast Asia, 
MENA region, the Middle East and North Africa. So it was fun. So I have a career after my PhD of 20 years where I worked on strategy, on development, on finance, on investment, on sustainability. And then, I think three years ago now, I have shifted to dedicate my work to and my mission to empower women so that they can grow confident, resilient, they can become tech-savvy and financially free and take on the world. <laughs> so that's what I do now. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> well, that, that that's a lot of lot of stuff. So so I want to break it down a little bit because first of all, your your first part of the world, right, of of the work and and your career. Uh, well, first I want to say thank you for saying that you are a mother of four, and that is not easy. <laughs> and you know, yeah. I I think that's that's a that's a hard job on its own. But but you do it. It's that true way. because when you asked me, I was like, how can I introduce myself? The first, I'm a mother of four because they are around me. It's Wednesday afternoon, and and every any time any one of them will show up. So I was like, well, well let's get it set. <laughs> they're I'm welcome. <laughs> they're welcome to the show. But but that's powerful because I think I think we're gonna talk about that when we talk about the woman empowerment piece, and you know part of women's you know tradition is being a mother for the most part and and, and balancing that with life and business and stuff is always a big question and i know you've done it you know well and you're doing it well and so maybe we can get some tips from you to all other women because to your point some folks may say well i can't do it because i have to take care of my kids i gotta do this and they get lost with that but they then they don't discover the talent they don't actually pursue their dreams and so we'll talk about that but so so you mentioned something about you being an engineer, that's actually uh, 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 something I didn't really know about you. So, <laughs> so that's 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 great. And then yeah, I'm an industrial engineer. Uh, there you go. So <laughs> that's that's powerful. I mean, you know, you think industrial engineer, you think something different. I'm sorry. It's true. <laughs> and you know, and one of my first internship, I did them in Schlumberger in this uh, oil things and thermal platform. Like really. All right. Well, it was, I loved that word. It was like oh wow, so so man. Wed. It's only man. It's like I was the only woman. Well, so 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 that's a that's an interesting thing, right? Because again, we are in the Morocco channel. You are Moroccan. Yeah, and, I am. And, and 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 that is not something you see all the time. And 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 you know, you hear about it in, in the Moroccan, you know, culture. I mean, more now than ever, but but that's something powerful. And that's that's also like a, you're a pioneer, I would say, uh, in, in in a lot of areas. And and you talked about sust sustainability and the ecosystem and working in that world and and you're talking about poverty around the world and so on and so forth. Now again, um, this is a channel that is dedicated to Moroccans of the world and or entities that are, have interest in Morocco and really highlighting you know uh, not issues but really the the talents that we have you know and potentially really give advice and uh, another field for our Moroccan folks all over the world and it's in English. It is the first English, you know, channel. So that hopefully, you know, we can, you know, start building this this platform this way. Because I mean, as you know, we're more French and Arabic, you know, culture. So this is going to be becoming uh, English. It's becoming. English. I, I know, and and so we're ahead of it now. So there we develop go. we're developing the channel so the next generation can have something where they can just tune in, right? But but really, you know, the working system sustainability and and the ecosystem and all the stuff is powerful because that's where we need to be in the future. As a whole, and you've you've contributed to that. I mean, tw twenty years you mentioned—that's plenty of time, and all over the world. But you've seen a lot, and and you know you've also contributed a lot to the country because mm -hmm. Morocco is one of the the countries that have really embarked into a journey to change, and even reach you know and become more 
sustainable in a lot of areas and things like that. And even though it's not one of the top countries in the economy, but they get in there. I mean, there's a lot of advancement that are happening, you know, today and in the last literally 20 years. I mean, since the uh, uh, since the, the the King Mohammed VI, you know, has taken you know the realm. I mean, it's just been you know one year after the other with advancements and technology and expansion. It's great stuff that's happening there. Uh, and you know, but it's also because of you and the people of your like that are working and making it happen and really raising the bar uh, for things that, that that can be really you know positive in the world. And uh, so the signature and today, I mean, obviously I got the, the shirt and you know <laughs> we 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 are we are celebrating, you know, the win, you know, for the Moroccan. The team. win from Sunday. Yeah. We another one tomorrow. Yes. And and so that would be awesome stuff. So so hey, listen, uh, from here let's let's go 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 uh, Atlas Lions, you know, make it happen. Make us proud. <laughs> you got this, right? Um, but, but so, so, so let's talk about that work, the sustainability, like what are some of the things that you've, uh, you've really, uh, done and, uh, that have an impact today, uh, that you can probably, you know, literally enumerate quickly. On the sustainability. It's like yes. in here. Yeah. I think what has a great impact is the awareness that is today generalized about the importance of protecting the planet, preparing, you know, the future generation. And Morocco has been quite pioneering in uh, renewable energies. In fact, one of the largest solar uh, platform is based in Morocco, taking the lead in that. And uh, and that's something that um, shows a lot of uh, um, strategic uh, thinking and, uh, and action plans that are really to pave the way to all the private and the public sector to work together so that we can become sustainable in terms of energy production and also in all the other sectors. I mean, I think Morocco, we go back to even water. I mean, I worked on water early on and you know, there was a politic uh, poli policy of building a dam per year from Hassan II. Yes. And that really showed um, the early awareness about the importance of water management and, uh, you know, being able to set up the infrastructure so that because agriculture, you know, made up that time 60% of the GDP. So it was very important work for job creation. So it always was related somehow to natural resources, to water, and then later on water management, water strategy, and the same for energy. Uh, that's more in the last decade where we become so pioneer in terms of solar and wind energy. So sustainability, you see it wherever you go. And uh, so many projects, so many initiatives are confirming the mobilization at the highest level and also throughout the different uh, decision-making uh, spheres, but really moving forward and being and getting closer to the global development goals of the UN. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> and and by the way, doctor, you know, uh, Morocco, if I'm not mistaken, is also taking a lead in Africa in a lot of you know parts of Africa. They are actually the ones who are kind of almost leading some of these efforts in some other countries today. Uh, and again, it's because they've already put their little you know signature in some of these areas and they're moving towards that. Even I mean, you take Morocco 30 years ago. 40 years ago compared to today, it's a whole different country if you think about it from everything, right? Uh, even, even you know, power to power Europe versus, you know, I mean, the Morocco country was the little guys, you know, next to the European you know, giant, no but now no more exactly. So that's already changing, especially the some economies actually in, in, in Europe actually are lesser, you know, uh, 
powerful than actually the Moroccan economy today. And, you know, even in terms of, you know, uh, advancements and things like that, we're already there. So, so that's actually something to be proud of. And, uh, and really, again, thank you for the work you've done and, and people who are like you, who are contributing to those efforts. And so, again, like I said, this is about you. You're the star, and this is one thing you start on, and uh, one of the areas that you've really put a, a nice little, you know, signature. Yeah, I mean, I have such a passion for sustainability, and I mean, I've worked on those different fields with such a depth. You know, my PhD was about water management and how you link that to developments. Then I worked on the energy strategy. So it's really, and to me, these uh, nat- natural resources are the root of what makes uh, the growth, what makes the development, what makes uh, a country or an economy thrive. And so you can see, it's like, if you ask me, it's like, I have looked at it from every part, from the engineering, the economic, the financial part. So I'm loving it. But what I realize now is that behind all of those development goals we talked about of sustainable development goals, right, of the UN, the basis for it is gender equality. Whatever sector you talk about, you talk about industry, it's gender equality issue. You talk about uh, agriculture, gender equality. You talk about education, gender equality. You talk about health, gender equality. You talk about water, you talk about energy. So the, you know, what is seen to be crossing through all of that is what do you do? to have women stand in her power so that she can contribute to advance those goals. So, so it, yeah. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. So it just came naturally that to be able to advance in all of those, because we love all the sectors, you know, you're like multidisciplinary, multicolors, multi-sectors, everything matters. But underlying all of that, the foundation is gender equality. And women empowerment is at the roots of gender equality. So you empower women, you reach gender equality. You reach gender equality, you advance in everything. See? I love it. So, so let's. I, I, that's a perfect segue to because I think I think that was you know the next you know we're gonna go into the women empowerment you know uh, piece of it, and I, I love what you said about that because you're right. I mean, it's been a. a dominated male kind of world you know over centuries and then you know uh in some cultures more than others i think and and, and it's it's been crazy heritage from years I, I know it's just well it's culture uh, and i want to leave it at that because there is you know uh, most people can sometimes kind of mix up the idea of religion versus culture and so on and so forth it's like it's uh it's a very deep like paradigm in the subconscious mind that we have inherited through the years it, it is and we've seen it change in the in the in the world in the western world over the latter part of the century or the, this this last century and this one i mean it's been you know progressive but but even again the women movement liberation movement in the states you know, in, the, in the early 70s it's not you know that far back sometimes we think that it's like really a long time ago but it's not and uh, even today there's a whole movement going on right about in, especially in the, the movie industry and so on and so forth there's big stuff 
but but you're right but when we talk about like a culture such as morocco and sometimes people think like we're still still living in uh, the, the 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 bronze ages right <laughs> you know which is not true because you know I, we can go back in history and uh, one of the first universities in the world if not the first universities was you know uh, started by a woman and that that's in Fez. and so there are there exactly so so we have some history where you know in our culture you know we've had some advancements and pioneering back in the days but it hasn't been explored you know to the extent where it is today and you're right you know um i don't personally i don't think there is anything that a male or a female cannot do equally in terms of the work i mean it's been always a misconception whether well, this is a woman's job this is a man's job uh, you know and that's why i i, I played that whole thing about the engineering because overall when you think engineering it was more of a male you know dominant world and it was not but, but that's changed already and and you're a, a terrific example to show that that's not the case and and although morocco is actually culturally very advanced in a lot of ways and more modernized to maybe uh, compared to other cultures in the arabic world for example africa but it's changed a lot and the last 20 30 40 years have shown that i mean we've had we have pilot women we have people that are like you know engineers we have people that doing all kind of stuff and but 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 so let's i want to ask you from your opinion what do you think were some of the contributors to that culture or that that thought process where the women should be just at home because i think that's where it started right women should not be participating in everything let the men handle the stuff they should be taking care of their kids and and don't worry about everything else we're the providers they can't do this they can't do they're not equal and so on and so forth and which was all wrong ideology because that's not even what our practice even if we talk religion that's not really what the religion says but but it's just been you know pretty much convoluted you know with ideology that is completely wrong so what you what would you say to that part of you know just the the uh, root about it and then let's see what was was what was put in place to change that slowly in the last decades and then where we are today well let's look at it in a very primitive way okay okay so man were hunters right so they will go and go hunt they will go and go get the thing to hunt so that's what they did and women were like they would go and pick up little fruits so they were into the details sitting where they are and they pick up things they micro detail manage things so just naturally that moved towards having the men go getting things outside the house and then the women was is made for details and for taking care of things and it just becomes so anchored in the underlying part of our subconscious mind that it had a force on its own nobody needed to say that it just it was like self-fulfilled as the way to be so we didn't need to say it anymore it was just inherited generation after generation that's the way we are and it's only when now men and women go outside the house, they work, they come, they are equal outside. Men doesn't go hunt anymore. No, it's not the same way. But the women go also and work. And that's so from that very basic understanding or definition of the differences, you we needed to recreate a new model inside our subconscious mind where women are accepted to go work it's okay she can do that she can make money she can be respected she can also be a mom in the same time and take care of her children but she needed to change so many of those habits all those old beliefs 
that were so anchored inside the subconscious mind, they had a, a life on their own. It's like we were robots, but programmed with all of those um, beliefs and history and uh, and compartments, if you will, for each one's role. And so it takes time. It takes a will. It takes uh, a lot of discipline and perseverance about how you can create a new programming where men and women can work and they are loved and respected the same way. When a mother can be a mother and still be such a big leader and CEO and she still have a beautiful partner and a beautiful home and just being able to balance all of that. But that takes a lot of new way of thinking, new way of being and anchoring new beliefs so that the underlying waves that were like, no, you don't do that because you're a woman, you sit here. And if you do that, you're not going to be married. If you have that, you're not going to be able to have children. And if you have that, he's going to be upset because he's jealous. He doesn't like women who has money. Da, 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 da. And so you have all these stories. And you need to shut down this voice because this voice is strong. So you need to create a model that is so strong that it's override that's all belief and paradigm that we carry from many, 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 many years so far away. Well, thank you, doctor. And, and you know, I'm listening to you and you're, you're really highlighting some of the, I think, the, the intricate stuff that's been part of, you know, our heritage or to your point culture and and by the way this is the worldwide and again some countries just got you know out of it sooner than others but but really culturally it was still with in the moroccan culture that's still in even parts today i mean you still have that like you know oh a woman needs to be there somebody's gonna marry her blah 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 and you know she's gonna wait for somebody to bring that fortune to her and you know be careful if you don't do that and if you don't and there's an age limit to all these things and you know you have certain to smart because they don't like it exactly so you have all these don't talk too much but but you're right so so but those were like things that you know i mean we've been told as young girls, I, I was raised by, you know, a very open mind family. And personally, you know, my dad and my mom, my mom was always like, you know, she's actually the boss, <laughs> you know, and my dad was, was the cool guy. And, you know, it was all good. And, and, and I've seen that, that well, here's what, that's what, what you are, who you are. I, there's there's a good possibility and i give him all the thanks for for you know because again, this upbringing, right? But, but I, what, what I wanted to say is that you, saw, you said something from the history. You know, that I just wanted to highlight because when you really deeply think about it, you know, that what you mentioned about the men at the time were hunting and the women were doing the detail stuff. That's that itself shows that they were equal. They just have different functions and, and yes. they balanced each other. So, Thank you. so the fact of the matter is that, you know, if within creation, right, man and woman to complement each other every part of the way, there was no kind of like, you know, this is this, you know, where people who use sometimes religion and they, they, they focus on the idea of some inheritance laws and stuff. There are rules and there are reasons behind the rules and we're not even going to go there, but it's just the interpretation of the rules and how they do it. But some people use it to their advantage and play these cards. And, and it became more of a, a commodity, like, you know, we're going to keep the women doing this because this is it. And even families and sometimes the education also was a problem. You know, the fact that, you know, literacy or, or lack of, of literacy sometimes can make a problem, you know, in, in the minds of people and sometimes how they behave. And that's, again, culturally, it was like acceptable. And whenever someone says, no, we're going to challenge this. Oh, 
you know, oh my God, you know, and why not? And to, to your point, there's no reason why you cannot balance out these things. There's some people say, well, there's different hormonal stuff. It doesn't matter. We all have hormones. <laughs> Everybody's got their own, you know, problems. So, so at the end of the day, you know, and there are people that, that still think that a woman is much smarter and stronger than, than a hundred men, <laughs> you know, on any given day, you know, in terms of, of the logic. So, so the problem is just that culturally it's just hasn't been, you know, programmed that way for years and centuries. And then as the shift has begun, you know, in the century, the latter century and this one, you know, things have moved uh, tremendously. And again, Morocco has, I mean, a very diversified, you know, uh, workforce. Uh, it's getting there in terms of, you know, Again, I wouldn't say they're 100%, you know, and not even, I think, in the States and some other parts in the Western world are that way 100%, but it's getting there. And, uh, you know, I think what the problem is that people are scared sometimes, like, yeah. what is this world going to go into? Is this going to be a women world versus a men world? And, and when we look at it from that angle, we see a problem. But that, that, that shouldn't be the angle to look at. It's just, do we advance? Are we doing good? Are we balanced? Are we getting the results? Are we having happy families? And then you have some people that would debate with you, for example, well, the divorce rate is going up. You know, mm -hmm. why is that? Oh, because, you know, that now everybody's working. They're not seeing each other. Maybe they've seen other people. And there's, they get gets too political more than it should be. And people can interpret that any way they want because of their interest. I mean, I can change the, the paradigm and dynamic based on my tune, right? And everybody uses that. It is unfortunate. But I, I love what you said about how it changed. And, and there is no reason why a woman cannot be CEO and, and balance stuff and do stuff. I mean, my wife she has her own business you know we I, we I support her she supports me we're we have kids we do a lot of stuff and sometimes people are like how do you do it and balance out and she still cooks she does her stuff i mean i cook too but i'm you know i'm actually forbidden from the kitchen because i don't cook well <laughs> so that's a different story but not because that's a good I, way to be forbidden out from the kitchen <laughs> well she doesn't like you know people in her space but but you know like it's all about that you know balance right and sometimes we 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 often think about uh, you know, I mean, her and I, we have these discussions. We almost did a show about this and, you know, we kind of didn't do it yet. But uh, we've, for example, in the States, we have this problem, right? Where there are people that come in, uh, ladies that are immigrants, they come in and married, but but they're not open to this world. I mean, they basically are their homes. Uh, they don't know how to go to the bank. They don't know how to do anything. They don't have to drive, whatever. And sometimes all it takes is the, 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 the husband. Well, not even confidence. If the husband, God forbid, something happens to, to that person, they're stuck. And we've seen those examples happen where these people just got stuck. They, they don't know where to go, what to do. They have kids. They don't speak the language. And it's challenging. I mean, this is just, you know, I'm talking an example that's in the West today, in, in the U.S. But, but in Morocco, you know, it's a little different. I mean, obviously, they have family and things like that. So it changes the dynamics. But the idea is it is still an equal plane. And there is no difference when it comes to the abilities. And again, I've had more teachers and bosses personally as women than men, <laughs> you know, in my life. And so, and so I actually have been surrounded, you know, with, with that ideology and I never had a problem with it. It just seems to be fine with me. Right. Uh, but, but not everybody has that. I think that's the problem. Sometimes in some parts of the culture, it is still old school, you know, and like, uh oh, you know, this is not for you. You're going to do this stuff. I mean, you can't, you're a woman, I mean, it's wrong. Right. But, but so, so your work really has taken it to the other the other extent where you are actually a pro women empowerment and you are about you know equal gender equality and right. and balance and you've done the work and you not only you are proof yourself of success 
but you also are doing the work around the world. And, uh, you know, your shows are clearly bringing the superstars of all over the, the, the parts of the world. And I've seen a lot of your guests they're from all over the continent. Yes, I think you've I covered all of them. <laughs> you've covered all of them and different cultures, different religions, and they all have similar, similar themes. They all are, you know, into this whole concept where it is available. It is possible. It is working. There's nothing wrong with it. Now, of course, some people may criticize even this show, like, well, you know, what is this, you know, talk about? Well, this is just, first of all, like I, I always say to, to people, a woman is your mother. <laughs> That's the first. <laughs> a woman could be your sister, your wife, your daughter, and your aunt. Your aunt. You know, so, so, so there's so much stuff that you are surrounded, you know, and the power of women is important to you and your life, if personal and a business. Because to, to your point, if they're not there, you know, it's like I, I think the first lesson, the first school is your mom. The first everything is your mom. Everything comes from your mother more than your dad. And some people may disagree with me. I personally have that personally. I mean, my mom was a big influence in my life and uh, her strength and, and how she was and stuff. And it's important. And uh, I appreciate everything she's done for me. You know what I mean? But some people may not see it that way because, again, the culture is still not there. But when you talk to the world as a whole and you have different people and guests and successful you know, uh, women from all over the world, what do, you, what do you get from them in terms of like the similarities and the common denominators? I love this question because that's what I wanted to um, build on when you said some people might think power women. <laughs> I know. <laughs> every woman has a story behind her. And in every story, there is a hint of suffering, either herself or a suffering from a generation before that she carries with her. And so whoever look at things and be get annoyed by maybe the word, maybe the fact that we highlight some of, celebrate some of their successes, celebrate some of what their achievements. We do that because it had came after a long journey of understanding who they are, what they stand for, how they deserve to be loved and respected. And that's a long journey. So behind each one, is such a beautiful, long story. And it's only when you are able to see the humanness in people will you be able to understand what's the story behind empowerment and women empowerment. And I think more we talk about it and in your show, which is incredible, and I salute you for doing that, we are able to start shifting from the old beliefs that are the old habits, the old paradigm to start creating new models where there is more empathy. I work on women empowerment, but I work on leadership, a leadership full of love and empathy. And I'm studying that from the woman perspective, because when you look at it, they are the one that are carrying much suffering than any other one. Because we are made this way. We are made, you know, to have to do many things and to, to be able to do them and, and smile at the same time. We are made to carry our children and be happy and smile to them because they are expecting that joy and life force from you. While you know that you have gone through all the transformation, the pain, do it all. And you still give birth and you smile to a happy baby who is born so perfect. You see, that's being a woman. 
And so if someone doesn't understand what this empowerment comes from, it means that he's looking at it with forgetting what humanness is. And that's what we want to bring more in this world, is to bring more humanness, to bring more empathy, to see people through who they are, to see someone succeeding and loving the human behind who was able to succeed, not being jealous and feeling, oh, it annoys me, I don't want to see him. No. And more we see that love and that empathy, more we calibrate to that type of power. That's calibration. You calibrate. So all these women, if you understand that humanness and the story behind it, and you connect with real love from in you, letting go of that negative energy that makes you feel like, why her, why not me, why this, what annoying us, then you are able to, to play in the game of leadership, leadership with empathy, leadership with greatness, leadership with impact. And that's the game we play. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. You see, I I see it and I love it. And 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 so you you're talking about leader, the, the the word leadership, right? And leading, and I think your book and your concept is. And so so let's talk about that because I think that's really you have a whole concept, you know. Uh, so uh, the acronym BAL, I guess that's that's the acronym. And and so so let's let's talk about it because I think this is a perfect you know connection to the work you do and and the the type of work and the breakdown of how you present it and in your workshops, in your masterclasses, as well as your shows. And then now in the book, and uh, it's, it's, it's got a system in place and the system can provide a balance. <laughs> and I mean, when you, when you, you see the acronym BAL, I mean, that's like the short for balance, <laughs> you know, it is. it's not funny. It's the short for balance. That's so true. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And I, I, I always find myself around balance somehow. It's true. I'm Libra. So I guess that's maybe why. They, they, <laughs> I guess we don't have to go far, <laughs> but but you know life is about balance, right? And and everything you know, is about balance. Thriving but, is about balance. Well, the universe is great on balance, right? I mean, it's everything epic. is is the cell level, you know, is on yeah. in the balanced format. It's and and the balance starts with balancing the masculine and the feminine energy. It's the balance of both that makes us thrive. But you know, Doctor. This is where we can go back to for those people who believe, and I think most of the people would believe in in the creation. And uh, you know, I'm not talking about those supposed to may deny it, but if you create, if you think of Adam and Eve, you know, as our, you know, you know, you know, fathers or grandfathers, uh, they were basically there to complement each other to create balance. You know, one the other. So it's not like you know one versus the other. It was together. The world was created in that concept. You can't have one without the other. And that's that's the thing. And whether it's in life, in social, in business, it's all the same. Even in our culture, in, in our religion, if you think about it, Prophet, you know, Hamzalaslam, he had, you know, a, a balance with his family and 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 you know, his, his first wife, you know, was actually a businesswoman. And so there, you know, some people can deny and have this 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 discussions, and I, I don't like to get into the religious part. But even from that end, if we go and, and discover that and really get into it, we'll find that this is not contradictory to those strategies. And, and and it's unfortunate that we lose this because we don't think about it that way. We just think about it because it's benefit. You know, mm -hmm. most people will do like, well, it doesn't benefit me. So I can't have you do that because it's a problem. And we've seen good results where people can be balanced and male and female, husband and wife, and actually a good relationship, a good family is based on that balance. So, so enough of that, but let's talk about, you know, your balance, your BAL and how it works. And, and, and how do you come up with that, actually? Because, I mean, it's pretty cool, you know, the way you did it. You know, I, 
you know, it's interesting. I know we came up with it. I woke up and I'm like, that's my method because I was looking for a method to change people's life around. Like really, truly, that's what I was. I faced uh, some challenges in my corporate world when I was an entrepreneur. And in my in facing those challenges, I had the choice either to stay in the dark and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm done. It's over. I'm going to let the system, everything just, you know, I'm done. Or I looked at my children and merely my girls and I'm like, no, I am their own mother. I cannot be completely crushed when I need to stand as a role model. And so I was able, um, and I almost promised myself, I said, if I'm able to come back, create something meaningful, find joy, create wealth again, I will give this to every woman. I want them to become millionaires. That that was like my promise to myself. And so in this process, I was I was really doing and observing, you know. So I was really as understanding, studying the energetics, the mindset, the the subconscious mind, uh, successful people, whoever, you know, a lot of very successful have gone through failure and stood back up. So, and that's the first book, which is African Girl, African Woman. It has a lot of that where I talk, looked at women who, how, who are the women who made it? How did they made it, make it? And they all, that's why when I said about Ampoma, they all have a story, story of struggle, story of suffering, story of grief, story of standing back up. And so that's how I'm like, okay, it all starts with finding the belief in yourself. And that's the first phase of this method, which is believe. Believe in yourself. Believe in the possibilities. Believe in a better life. Believe in a better future. Believe in your strength. Believe in inner power. Believe in a light inside you. And then when you believe that tiny, mini, mini, tiny spark that you have, it could be as small as being able to sleep comfortably and wake up. When you get up in the morning and you can hold on to that small, tiny spark you have, just as small as having a good bed where you can sleep and breathe in oxygen in the morning and be grateful of being alive, being grateful of having one more day. And I think that, you know, it compounds with the gratitude. But when we are overwhelmed with problems, overwhelmed with challenges, overwhelmed with issues, we forget the basics. And so that's that's the really the understanding of vibrations, energetics, how you can turn your life around by understanding your paradigm, your subconscious mind, and how it all functions. So that's the first phase. And the second one is taking action. You know, that's the engineer in me. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, now you believe it's good. You're not going to sit there and look at the stars. You need to take actions. And it's about being strategic, being um, do the branding, do the planning, set up the strategy and work, do the thing. It's not about having a good idea. It's doing. And a lot of people's like, oh, I have this great idea. I have this thing. And I'm like, what are you waiting for? Go do it. If it fails, it doesn't matter. You start again because you know how to bring yourself back up. And that's why it's an iterative process where you until you lead, which is the third phase, through all of this, through your belief, through your actions, through your understanding, through your own growth, through your own evolution, because life is a process of evolution and growth. And more you deepen that understanding, whatever happens to you brings you to a level that is higher in terms of your own growth, in terms of your own evolution. And that's how I came out with this Believe, Act, Lead, which is BAL as an acronym, BAL, 
method, bad for balance, B is for belief, B is for bliss, B is for balance, A is for taking actions of being aligned with what you want, and the L is for leading, for leveling up, and for doing all this with love and empathy. That's what my method is. And it changes people's life. And I'm telling you, Hisham, I think the best celebration I could do is really when I see some women coming in the deepest part of her life, finding a new job, doubling her salary, getting your contract, finding that spark that we lose. And sometimes women that are numb, feeling, you know, they're fine. They're okay. I'm okay. Okay. And that okay, that okayness, it's stagnation. Stagnation doesn't take you far. It's like a plant. You cannot stagnate. You never see a plant the same way every day because it's comfortable. Now it's either grow or you're just going to die. And that's who we are as human beings. We are thirsty for growth. We are, we feel alive when we have a mission. We feel alive when we have something we work towards that we really love. When we have a voice that is in line with our stories, we align with what we believe and in line with a love for ourselves and for everyone else. Powerful That's stuff. <laughs> That's powerful yeah. stuff. But but so, so 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 I love the belief part because I think most of the people, and this is not about women only. I think everybody, men or women yeah, equal. Yeah. I know. have men who work with works with me too. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying in general, people don't believe in themselves. That's just in general. I mean, we're talking about we have other shows about success. Like about in the deeper, deeper, it's like you when nobody's watching. What do you think about yourself when no one is watching? You, the fir the first fan is you. <laughs> you're your first fan. If you're not really that good of a fan, you got a problem, right? But so when you are over, you know, what you are overwhelmed with the problems and overwhelmed with the guilt because you think it's your fault and overwhelmed with the shame because you're like, oh, what are they going to think about me? Mm. Overwhelmed with they don't like me. They're not going to like me. How? What do you feel about you? All of that stuff. But we see, doctor, that's the problem. We always worried about what other people think. Yeah. And the last person that you're worried about is you. Like, you know, what do I think? Exactly. And if it, and that's the thing where that makes a difference between success and not success. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and again, we're talking in the context of, you know, women here, empowerment, but overall it is the same rule across the board, but Absolutely. it just, it just more or deeper, I would say in, 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 in the women, you know, arena because of the culture and all the, the oppression that's been part of it and all the, the, the stuff that's actually been the baggage, I would call it, that's been carried on over the centuries. But then, then, then you start with the belief, but, but the key next item, and you said it best is action, action, speak louder than words. I mean, you can talk all you the talk, but you got to walk the walk and yeah, you can dream all you want. I mean, I, my favorite quote is, you know, some people dream of success, others wake up and work at it, right? You got to work at it. You got to take gotta action. Work. You got to step in and do it. It's not going to be easy. You said, if you, even if it fails, I don't even believe in failure personally. It's not a failure, just another attempt, just another test. <laughs> so if you look at it that way, you're always going to have the positive end and you're going to continue doing. The worst case is when you stop. It's never going to end until you you end it and, and don't stop. Just keep going and take the action. But then again, taking the action is one part, but the next level to your point is leveling up and leading. And now that's the power because 
somebody's got to lead your life. Somebody's got to lead your action. Somebody's going to do that. Exactly. And now if you wait for other people to do it, well, I, my, my experience is that most people will tell you that you can't do it. Unfortunately, that's just reality. Most people will say, well, why you think you're going to do this? You know, other people didn't, didn't do it. Other people failed. I mean, we, we've been in business, my wife and I for, for a few years, and we've heard those stories where people don't believe in you. I've had those, you know, stories told to me when I was younger and they're like, you can't do this. You won't be able to do this. We think you are blah, blah, blah. You know, other people tried and they didn't make it. Well, I'm not other people. I'm just me and I'm doing me and I'm going to do me as long as I live. Right. And I do it the best as I can. And I'll learn how to do better. But that's the difference. And in and, and your world and the work that you do, you're transforming people. You are giving them. And by the way, sometimes it's just hearing it. You know, a lot of these people are not exposed to it enough to, to see it. I mean, part of the work I do is to promote positivity, inspiration, motivation. And, and keep people pumped. And that's the thing in, in your work. And I've seen your master classes and your, your advice and stuff. It's really pumping. I mean, you watch one of those sessions and you're like, yeah, I can do this. I'm going to do this. <laughs> right. I mean, it's really, it is, it is powerful. And you said that the feeling that you get, that you see people making a difference, you can, and even the people that may have doubts and maybe I'm not sure, you know, once they get into a classroom, they just, you know, that's the other thing. Like, you know, you, you got to share that, 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 the energy, the vibe. And once you get exposed to it, it's like a drug. Like, I want more of this, <laughs> you know, and, and I can and, do and, it. I can do yeah. it. And, and everybody can, uh, you know, yeah. everybody is, we talked about everybody's a star, everybody's special, everybody's unique. Everybody can do whatever they want. Problem yeah. is, are they digging enough to come up and raise to that occasion and say, like, I can do this? And sometimes they just don't have the motivation or the push. You know, sometimes even the pull, like in your case, like you're pulling them, come in, let's do this. And and then you get them into a point where like, this is cool. I can do this. I'm moving. And then you start seeing the success pattern, get, they get in, they're starting their own businesses. They're starting stuff. I know we have a hard stuff, so <laughs> we're going to, we're going to wrap it up, but, but really that's, that's powerful work, right? Uh, you know, it's, it's amazing. So now, now just, just as we come into the last minutes of the show, um, what, <laughs> what 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 would be your advice to our audiences today um you know if one or two best things that you can leave them with as to what can they do to make that change i mean and also we want to make sure that they get your book and they also you know inquire and reach out to you for more opportunities to learn from you i think the best advice is um anyone can change um, his or her life around it just take make a decision it's about making a decision just today make the decision and this is you are changing you are changing to attract more abundance you are changing to attract more wealth you are changing to having an impact and it start by disciplining yourself into becoming that new person that is aligned with the new version of you that is successful feeling it, being it, believing in it, setting up an action plan and doing it and be, get yourself disciplined until you reach it, even if you don't see the evidence of anything yet. It's about perseverance. It's about uh, resilience and it's about discipline. And it's inevitable at the end. That's it. <laughs> I'm not adding anything else. I think you sum, this is the best sum up that you can get. So, folks, there you have it, Dr. Hinbuhia with us today. You know, uh, literally a powerful, uh, you know, session here. Uh, do seek out her book. Uh, do 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 check out, you know, the link, you know, on the description of the show, and see about her master classes and how she operates and you know all the things that she's doing out there. Uh, it's just powerful stuff, uh, Doctor. Thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, it's been great. Always a pleasure and honor. 
And folks, thank you for being and watching and listening with us. And uh, we'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic. Bye for now.